Herzlich willkommen, Sianamgela, and welcome to the Bundesliga Connection with Chris Harrington on the SL Podcast in partnership with DW Berlin. It's time for the latest from Germany's domestic football league, the Bundesliga, and more. For that, we are joined by Chris Harrington from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin, Germany. Chris, the international break is upon us and the German men's team suffered their first defeat under new coach Hansi Flick. What does this mean for Germany with the World Cup fast approaching? Yeah, of course. I mean, it means the clock is ticking for Hansi Flick to get it right. You know, after their first defeat, it was to Hungary. He basically said time for experimentation is over. He tried to put an attacking midfielder at right back and it just didn't work out. You know, and I think the honeymoon is somewhat over. When he took over after Joachim Love, they got off to a ridiculous start in World Cup qualifiers. I mean, they destroyed that competition. If you look at the score lines there, they only conceded two goals, scored over 20. It was kind of ridiculous. But then comes the Nations League, and then there were too many draws since the start of 2022, this calendar year. And uh, with the World Cup, you know, obviously what's in the back of the minds of German football fans is the ejection from the 2018 World Cup out of the group stage. I mean, these were the World Cup holders coming into that major tournament, and Germany didn't uh, bow too well. And Hansi Flick has a lot of expectations behind him. We can't forget he did lead Bayern Munich to six trophies in one season, a, a, a ridiculous feat. Uh, seldom accomplished by any club. So uh, in terms of Germany, they have to get it right. And I think the honeymoon is over. It's unfortunate that certain things are unavoidable, like COVID. You know, COVID, you know, bit uh, Manuel Neuer, their uh, number one goalkeeper, as well as Leon Goretzka and uh, other things. Um, I, I think the timing of the World Cup is going to be a big question mark in terms of the core Bayern players, which are also German national team players, namely Joshua Kimmich and company. You know, uh, will their legs stand up? There are a lot of things at play here, and it'll be quite interesting to see what happens when Germany kick off their World Cup November 23rd against Japan, and then uh, Spain follows. There is one, uh, a bit of an incentive. The German players did get a boost if they indeed win the World Cup. They got a boost. Uh, the last prize money was 350,000 euros. It's been increased to 400,000 euros. I don't know if that'll make much of a difference because I think the competition will be fierce. And in terms of the Nations League, uh, Germany did not impress. They actually underperformed, you know, uh, a lot of draws, and then they got booted out of competing in the final four of that competition. So there's not much time uh, before the most important tournament in international football commences, and that is the World Cup in Qatar. I'm sure Hansi Flick is going to try to get it right. Okay, Chris, getting back to the Bundesliga here, Bayern Munich currently sit fifth in the standings without a win in four matches. Yeah, you know, it's kind of crazy when you look at the way Bayern started the season. Three wins, 15 goals, only conceded one, you know, but then uh, they just hit a rut. You know, the three draws to with the exclamation point, their little baby brothers uh, out of Bavaria, Augsburg, to give them their first defeat of the season. You know, ranked fifth, five uh points behind you, you you know the uh, top uh, Union Berlin club obviously uh, one win won't make a difference they need to accomplish more than that Friday night they kick off against Bayer Leverkusen now on paper Bayern should pick up three points but this one is a question of who is at a lower low you know uh, Bayern Leverkusen actually have a bit of momentum they haven't lost in their last three matches 
and they picked up a, a crucial win in the Champions League. Uh, Leverkusen's best against Bayern was a draw. When you look at the head-to-head, -head, they have a handful of losses. You know, but uh, I did hear something from a former Bayern player who, who said something on TV, Philip Lahm. He, he, he assessed Bayern and how they look on the pitch, and his assessment was, it doesn't look like everyone knows what they're supposed to do on the pitch, and of course that's essential. And he thinks that's what's going on at the moment, and I have to concur because Bayern are underperforming. They have a lot of competitiveness in them, a lot of players trying to prove themselves to be in that starting 11. So Nagelsmann has his hands full. And as we talked about the World Cup, I mean, just putting that back in the equation is going to make that more difficult for Nagelsmann as well. So I think that just gives more hope to the other teams looking to dethrone Bayern Munich. Bayern, as you mentioned, might have the upper hand given Leverkusen's record, but the match day is indeed filled with competitive fixtures. Yeah, Union Berlin, they're still undefeated, going strong. You know, I really like uh, Union Berlin. Uh, you know, they're a, a miracle uh, story. You know, they have a dynamic duo. I've mentioned them many times before in Sabachu and Becker. And, and, you know, they've combined, you know, for the most offense in the Bundesliga. And Becker leads the Bundesliga in goals with six, you know, between the posts. And uh, they have to go to Frankfurt. Now, uh, their two most recent times they played Frankfurt, who are seventh in the standings. Frankfurt are obviously doing well as well. You know, Union Berlin lost uh, those matches. But Union Berlin have quite the momentum behind them. And I don't know if Frankfurt will be enough to hand Union Berlin their first defeat. That's a really interesting fixture. Another one I want to mention, Freiburg sit at number three. Freiburg is a club that's always, you know, been a viable club in the Bundesliga. They just, you know, never got it done uh, down the stretch of the season. But right now they're doing well. They're third and they uh, face Mainz. And these sides match up very well. Uh, a draw is my expectation. A couple of years ago, you know, it, it was a lopsided result. But uh, all in all, th that's a, Pretty balanced fixture. And uh, Dortmund is at Cologne. Dortmund, they're number two. Dortmund are flying high. And recent reports say they're interested in Nabi Keita. I'd love it if he uh, joined uh, Dortmund because he could be a difference maker if that indeed is done uh, when his contract is over at Liverpool. But uh, Dortmund at Cologne is always uh, interesting because, you know, that's gone back and forth in the past. So there's a lot of exciting football to look forward to in the Bundesliga. Just like always, Chris, what else has hit your radar? Yeah, something did. It's off the pitch, actually. The uh, Ballon d'Or organizers are adding a humanitarian prize to this year's ceremony named for Socrates, a Brazilian midfielder, you know, and he also held a medical degree. Uh, the prize will identify the best social initiative uh, by committed champions, stated by, you know, the award givers of the Ballon d'Or. And I think it's just a great thing, you know, because it just puts a focus on how important footballers can be when you look at the environment you look at social integration, uh, victims of conflict, and so on. And uh, we'll see the first one uh, who wins that award uh, October 17th. So uh, I'm interested to see who will win it, and I'm sure that will motivate other football players to possibly follow in the footsteps and make change You know, with the big following they've already had because of their prowess on the pitch. Thank you very much for the Bundesliga update, Mr. Chris Harrington from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin, Germany. Have a fantastic day further. Danke und auf Wiedersehen. The Bundesliga Connection is a team effort driven by the following incredible individuals. The show is hosted by Aidan Hewitt and Chris Harrington. It is produced by Chris Harrington. It is edited by Aidan Hewitt and Uli Presch. And graphics are provided by David Scullard.